You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javano Kelly live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Thank you very much for joining me for another incredible episode of the African Father in America podcast. I am live and direct in Seattle, Washington, and uh, I am really, really excited to be here uh, with another amazing African proverb. Today, our proverb takes us all the way to Somalia. So if you know where Somalia is in East Africa, on the Indian Ocean, right next to Kenya, that's where our proverb takes us today. Uh, so I just thank you, Sarah, and I also see Monica has joined us for today's conversation. Please feel free to join us up on the stage as we are just beginning our session uh, today. Uh, our proverb is going to be really, really incredible. I want to share it at the top of the clubhouse room uh, so that you can also join me on YouTube. And uh, if you are joining me on YouTube, thank you so much. Uh, remember to subscribe to the channel. That's one of the ways that uh, you can support this incredible work that we have been doing here consistently, you know, uh, preserving the culture and bringing you guests and stories that are really uh, not just unforgettable, but um, are really inspiring and, uh, you know, enable us to face our days just with a little more wisdom. So uh, I have a guest today who is going to join me shortly. So bear with me as I bring them on to the show. Hi, Rob. This is Simon. Can you hear me? And how are you, Simon? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Nice to see you. It's good to see you as well, my friend. Let me, I'm trying to make sure that I've got the right output here so that I can hear you properly. Okay, take your time. Can you take hear your me time. Okay? Yes, I can hear you great. Wonderful. Yeah, I can hear you great. Your audio seems to be a little low, but uh, you can adjust that as we are just beginning. So, no rush. I just want to, uh, you know, welcome you and also welcome some of our friends who are joining us uh, on Clubhouse and also on YouTube. You feel ready? I'm ready, my friend. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I hope you had a nice weekend, by the way, Rob. Um, for those who are meeting Rob for the first time, Rob is a podcast host, he's an author, he's also a speaker. And uh, together with Rob, we are going to go deeper into uh, in this incredible African proverb from Somalia that is going to be uh, the center of our conversation today. It says that if you heal a person's leg, do not be surprised if they use it to run away. This is a Somalia proverb. And I want to share three nuggets of wisdom uh, that uh, my team and I prepared for our conversation today. Uh, so if you have a notepad, I want you to write it down somewhere. And uh, number one, there is no room for regret in life. So always move forward with purpose. Number two, just because someone has done you wrong in the past doesn't mean they will continue to do so. Number three, it's important to be grateful for what we have, even when life is tough. So I hope you noted those and um, 
uh, I want to welcome our guest today. We are going to learn a little bit about Rob Oliver. We will learn about uh, his own interpretation of this proverb. We will learn about, um, you know, a childhood story that uh, inspires uh, who Rob is today as a podcast host, as an author, as a speaker. I had hosted Rob here before and uh, his story was really, really inspiring. So I'm looking forward uh, to him sharing, you know, what he shared with us before or a different side of the same story. Uh, but Rob is an incredible storyteller and I can't wait for him to share that with us again. And then uh, after we hear his childhood story that really inspires who he is today, um, we are going to also learn about you know, what Rob is currently doing that is bigger than himself, you know, uh, that he wants you to learn and also support. And then after that, we are going to bring you on. Uh, I see my wonderful uh, sister, Dedef, has joined us. Uh, really nice to see you uh, and Lavender. Thank you for being here. Of course, Sarah and Roger, uh, thank you for joining us. Let us know in the chat uh, where you're joining us from, where in the world are you joining us from? Uh, share in the chat and also if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel this is a good time for you to do that that's one of the ways you can support the growth of the African Father in America podcast uh, remember this Friday we are reaching 300 episodes episode number 300 so uh, we want you to let other people know Friday we're having a big party uh, during the recording of our episode so uh, note that somewhere so Rob, um, you know, you heard me share what the proverb is. Again, it says that if you heal a person's leg, do not be surprised if they use it to run away. Uh, when you heard this proverb, what is it that came to your mind, Rob? Yeah, so I was actually thinking, Simon, for me, as a person with a disability, it's about helping someone to have independence, right? When, they, when they're wounded, when there's something, uh, something wrong, something that they, they cannot fully be independent. Um, they, if you teach them, if you help them to be independent, if you teach them to be independent, then don't be surprised if they use the independence that they have found to, to go do, uh, go be independent. So in some ways I think about this happens with our children, right? When you, you have children and you teach them, how to care for themselves. And one day they become completely independent. They're able to take care of themselves and they move out of the house and they start their own family. And really that's, that's kind of what we're hoping for with that. Um, and it's it, really interesting, Simon, because it's funny you say about a childhood story. I've got a childhood story that relates to this very thing. Okay. And it's not a person. It's actually a, a bird. When I was, in probably third grade, there was a wounded bird on our back porch. And I took the bird in and we got a shoebox and we put a little towel in there. I put some water, some, some milk, some, you know, ground up crackers, that kind of thing so that the bird could heal and start to be stronger. And I was so proud of the bird and it was getting better and stronger. And, and I took it to school to show everyone. And while it was in the classroom, uh, it flew out of the it flew out of the box, and eventually, we opened the window and the thing flew right out the window. 
And so here it was, I was helping the thing to, to become stronger and to do what it was naturally equipped to do. And I shouldn't be surprised that after it, after it became independent, after it became capable, it resumed doing what it was born to do, to be free and to fly. Does that make any sense to you at all, Simon? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I love it. So our, our job and what this proverb is reminding us, according to you, is that uh, our job is as a healer because we all play that role in somebody's life. And sometimes it's to something else that is not human. It could be to a bird, the way you're describing. It could be a dog, you know. It could be a tree, you know. But there is always a moment in our lives that we've all helped somebody heal their legs. And uh, we should not be surprised when they use that same leg to run away, you know. Their job is not to stick around us and, uh, you know, and, um, and, and make us feel that we are so special because we help them heal. Our job is to help them heal and let them go, you know. And uh, I think that's really, really beautiful. It's different from uh, the way that politicians uh, treat people. After they help you heal, they they want you to do things that you probably don't want to do. So uh, I just love uh, the story you shared. And now I'm comparing it with many, many things. And, um, you know, that's my job as a host and, uh, and a storyteller to compare and contrast things. Um, if you're just joining us, my name is Simon Okelo. I am the host of the African Father in America podcast. My guest is Rob Oliver, who is an author, uh, speaker, and also a podcast host. And we just talked about his own interpretation of this proverb, and he shared with us a childhood story that inspires who he is today. And uh, it's also... Go ahead, go ahead, Rob. I was going to say, I want to I throw one other thing in there. And that is, um, when we help someone else, the question is, are we doing it for our own benefit or are we doing it for their benefit? Right. And you, you mentioned that, and I just want to highlight it. I think it's really important that, uh, we need to come from a place that we are doing things for the benefit of others, not to make ourselves feel better. And that's, uh, you know, the podcast that I host perspectives on healthcare, it's talking to medical professionals. And one of the questions that I ask them is, are you in the office because there are people in the waiting room or are there people in the waiting room because you're in the office, right? Uh, it's got to be that people are, medical providers are coming into the office to serve the people in the waiting room, not to get their ego stroked by the fact that, hey, all of these people are here and they are dependent on me. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I just thank you for being here, Rob. I want you to um, think about what is it that you're currently working on that you want us to uh, learn and something that is bigger than you that you're currently working on or that you're currently involved with that you want to share with us. Uh, before Rob shares, I just want to welcome uh, you know, everyone who is in the room, Brother Rush, I haven't seen you in a while. Thank you for being here. Um, and also, Brother Art, thank you for being here. Uh, take a moment if you are on Clubhouse and ping in three to five people, share the link to this room. 
so that we can bring in a few brothers and sisters to join us for today's conversation. If you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Uh, it means a lot. Remember to subscribe to the channel and give this video a thumbs up. Now, uh, I want you, Rob, to take it from here, share with us, uh, you know, what you're up to and why you think it's, you know, it's something that is bigger than you. Sure. So I, I actually, I'm, I'm going to relate everything back to the proverb. And here's, here's the fact. People with disabilities are the largest minority group in the United States. It's about 20% of people in the United States have some form of disability. Now, one of the things when it comes to defining disability is that it is a, a condition that's going to last for a year or more. So when you factor in things that limit your ability to take care of yourself, things that limit your ability to get around those things. If you look at things that last shorter than a year, the number goes up to about 90%. 90% of us are going to have some form of limitation during our lifetime. And I was thinking, you know, the concept of a, a broken leg, right? It's going to affect the way that you get around. It's going, it's going to affect your ability to take care of yourself. And the fact is pretty straightforward and simple. Everybody is going to go through tough times. We are all going to have difficult situations, whether it's a physical situation where we have a broken leg or a broken arm, or it is an emotional situation where we have a difficult relationship issue, or we lose a loved one. There are so many times that we go through tough spots. And the question is, what do we learn from them? Everything that we go through is a, is a learning opportunity and is an opportunity for growth. And I was thinking about another story. And the story is about the lodgepole pine. And I, I don't remember if I shared this the last time I was on, but the lodgepole pine is a, it's a tree that grows out in the Western United States and in Western Canada. It grows in very difficult uh, terrain. The branches are very flexible so that it does not break easily. But here's the interesting thing about it. The seeds are all encased in resin. And the only way for that resin to be, uh, be removed is through heat. So the only way for the seeds of this tree to germinate are for there to be a forest fire, okay? How many times have we gone through the fire and gone through the heat and we feel scorched afterwards? But what we don't realize is, you know what? This is an opportunity for seeds of greatness to be germinated, for new growth to happen, and for there to be something coming out of this. It's different and greater than what was there before. And just because we've gone through the fire, just because we've had that earth scorching experience doesn't mean that we're done and doesn't mean that growth has stopped. It just means that there is opportunity for new growth and greater growth than where we started from. So that's kind of, uh, as a speaker, that's one of the messages that I think is really important to get out there. We've all been through COVID. We've all been through difficult circumstances. But those circumstances are opportunities for growth and they're opportunities for us to be better than we were before we went through those difficult circumstances.
Yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible. I agree 100%. And I love the story of this seed and this tree that requires forest fires or extreme heat in order for it to germinate. You know, I never knew that. And uh, there's value in everything. There's value in uh, there's value in loss. There's value in sadness. There's value in joy. You know, everything has its purpose. So uh, I deeply appreciate that. Um, so currently, Rob, do you have any any upcoming speaking engagements? Any podcast episodes that you're working on uh, that you'd like uh, everyone who is listening to? Um, to engage with i want you to not answer now i want you to hold on for a moment and share that at, towards the end so that uh, we can hear a few other voices but also so that you can give us direction as to this is the website i want you to go to this is my social media handle so um stay with me while we hear uh, for a moment what all my brothers and sisters have to share as well but take note so that you can reflect on uh, what you're going to hear being shared here in a second. Hey, Dedef, I haven't uh, heard your voice in a long time, and I'm just excited that you're here. Share with us where you are in the world, and what comes to your mind when you hear this proverb from Somalia. If you heal a person's leg, do not be surprised if they use it to run away. Oh my gosh, Simon, Simon, it is so good, so, so good to hear your voice. You have no idea how much I missed hearing your voice and I missed this room so much. I hope you're doing well. I'm good. I'm still in Dubai, still hoping that one day you guys will visit. Um, as usual, the this room and the Proverbs always give me so much to think about. But what's really surprising is I come in, I read it, and I've got the first thing that comes to my mind, and then I hear other people discussing it and it's such a complete different outlook at things that makes me wonder i love how you and rob kind of went into it with the positive i think for me when i first read it when i read run away running away from me is a negative connotation it's not growing leaving the nest it's not it's running away so for me it kind of reminded me of the proverb of you know some sometimes people bite the hand that feeds them you know more or less or not everyone is as grateful. And so I think this is kind of a reminder that you don't get blindsided, don't, don't be surprised. But, you know, the, the more you kind of understand this nature, this human nature, the better you can preserve your, shall we call it, I don't know, the good nature, the humanity in you. Um, don't not help people, always help people and understand there's going to be a percentage who are just going to, you know, bite you or run away from you. I think that's kind of what I thought when I read it. I love that. I love that. Expect, expect the unexpected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Dedef, uh, I, I know I owe you a visit. You know, I, I have to plan one of my trips uh, to Africa through Dubai. And uh, I, I definitely have been thinking about you. You know, I've been seeing how women have been leading the protests in, uh, you know, in Iran and they remind me so much about your voice and and your you know how courageous you always sound and it's just uh, unfortunate you know today i was just reading that the parliament of iran approved for over 15000 protesters to be executed and some of the things that uh, were passed during that uh, parliamentary sitting were just 
uh, unbelievable so you know i just hope that you all put them in your prayers and your thoughts and that they do not get executed you know that's a lot of human beings to lose you know that's a lot of absolutely yeah it's just too much it's even, just too even, much even us who aren't iranian like even the people living in dubai like i'm lebanese i've got all kind of like even local friends or any friends from the levant area we're all in the same mentality that also in the same like our iranian friends yes they feel it differently but it's it's a human thing this is no longer a thing that's contained in a certain geography this is no longer a thing that's contained in a certain gender this is a human thing and it's outrageous sometimes outrageous man it's incredible you know uh i remember a few years ago when i was still working 9 to 5 uh, here in seattle um and you know many people know me because of the work i do with one vibe africa my non-profit organization the work we do in africa uh, there was an iranian graphic designer a beautiful lady that had escaped iran i think she was either in turkey or dubai somewhere in the middle east and she was you know desperately trying to either get to the us or just get to a place where she could become a graphic designer she just wanted to continue doing her art and and uh, growing as a human being so i was involved with raising money to get her out and to just ensure that you know she she lived this dream that she had but somehow she got in she got caught and she was returned to iran and and then again she escaped you know it was just a very very high energy situation and uh i just wonder how she is and i also wonder how other how many other talented people in iran are going through a similar situation uh but um i just um thank you for being here the deaf and i want to continue on with our conversation by bringing on lavender lavender how are you uh where are you and what do you think of today's proverb Okay, Lavender. Hi, oh. Simon. Um, thank you for allowing me to share my thoughts on today's proverb. Uh, if you heal a person's leg, do not be surprised if they if they use it to run away. Um, I really loved uh, Rob's. interpretation of the proverb and um the deaf uh there's something that they said about uh understanding human nature and um being prepared for anything and uh good deed shouldn't stop uh your good deed other people's behaviors whether good or bad shouldn't stop you from um extending your good deeds um yeah. or oh, did if are you about to say something no no not at all but if i were to use an emoji <laughs> you'd have to unmute to use it oh awesome awesome anyway um again i we are told not to have expectations but i don't strongly believe in that 
I'd put it the way Simon said it, expect anything from human beings. Could be bad, could be good in return. Um, this proverb also reminds me of a Swahili saying that goes, tender where manenda zako. It basically talks about do good and uh, move forward. Um, that's all I have, Simon. Thank you again. Wonderful. Thank you, Lavender, for your time and your contribution. Uh, welcome, Kiden. Welcome, Stella. Welcome, Fred and MK and Michelle. Uh, thank you for being here. Take a second and share the link to this room across other social media platforms or here on Clubhouse. And also, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. By the way, for those who are on Clubhouse, if you haven't uh, noticed where the link at the room, uh, at the top of the room takes you, it brings you to uh, my YouTube channel where I am live with Rob right now. So if you want to see our faces, if you want to engage uh, visually, that's the best place to do it. And also, while doing that, remember to subscribe to the channel and, uh, you know, leave your comment on YouTube as well. Now, uh, I want to continue on and bring my brother Arth. Uh, my brother Arth, how are you doing today? Uh, and uh, what does this proverb mean to you? And where are you joining us from? Peace and love, family. It's Brother Earth. I'm coming out of the North Carolina Territory. And uh, again, honest to you and the family for, you know, sharing the wisdom of the ancestors and uh, bringing forth all the knowledge. When I look at this proverb, uh, what it makes me think of, uh, it, it was a hard lesson that I had to learn in the Moorish Holy Quran. Oh, hold on, I'm already in the truck. But uh, in the Moorish Holy Quran, in one of the chapters, it teaches, blessed are the pure in heart, for they love and do not expect love in return. And when I see that, look at that proverb, that's what it made me think of, you know, because I have such a giving heart, I'm such a nice person, a lot of times I would expect or think that people look out for me the same way I would look out for them. You know what I mean? And if, if somebody didn't look out for me the way that I look out for them or hold me down the way that I would hold them down, I used to take it personally and it used to hurt me. You know what I mean? Until I realized, you know, if, if I do something and expect something in return, then I'm kind of out of order. So I, I had to learn if I do something for somebody, I do it because I want to do it. I'm not looking for nothing in return. I don't, you know, even if I don't get a thank you, you know, I'd be content because, you know, I, it was my intention to help. And uh, I parked my plane right there. Peace and love, brother. Peace and love to you, brother. I love that. I love that. Thank you again for your contribution. It means a lot. Brother Rushi, how are you? Where are you joining us from? And what are your perspectives on today's proverb? Hello, Simon. How are you? I am, <clears throat> I am joining today in Nairobi, Kenya. I am there enjoying myself, eating a lot of ugali, a lot of chapati, a lot of samaki. I think I've gained about five pounds, so everything is okay on that front. But as far as the, the proverb, I totally agree 
100% with the speaker. Uh, and I totally agree 100% with Brother Earth. I think, I think those really summed up how I feel about this proverb. <clears throat> I think when, you, when, I first read this pro when I first read this proverb, you know, when the, using the word surprise was very interesting in this proverb because it gives, like, like, like someone said, it gives a different meaning, you know. But the way I really look at this proverb is you shouldn't be surprised if someone runs away after you heal their leg because that's what you want them to do. That would mean that you succeeded as a healer. I think as a healer, when you heal someone, your, your action of healing someone is a temporary thing. It's a temporary season that you're put upon, that you're put in a, in a position to do and help someone. So that, that action is temporary and the result should be temporary as well. I think if you want a result other than that, that means you're more ego driven in, in how you help people. That's how I look at this proverb, you know, because the proverb says it says it verbatim. If you heal a person's leg, you should want them to run away because once that leg is healed, if they're if they're on the right path, you put them on the right path, they'll start to walk. And you know, and after they walk, they'll be able to run again. So that's what you want to see. You want to see people running toward their goals, running toward what their belief caused them to do. So that's how I look at this proverb. It's a very, it's a very powerful proverb, and it's definitely a proverb that will hold dear to my heart, because uh, I, I feel like it should be a mission statement to anyone who considers himself a healer, or anyone who considers himself a person who does does well for the benefit of others. Appreciate that, Tom. Thank you, my brother. It's it's really. Uh, first of all, I have a lot to say about all the nice food and nice time you're having in Nairobi. <laughs> Enjoy for me. Enjoy for me. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. And also this proverb, according to everything you said, it reminded me about leadership. You know, leadership uh, and mentorship is, is not about you helping people grow and then holding, holding them uh, and, yes. you know, you need to free people you need to uh, develop leaders that are better than you you know and uh, yes. i think that's a hard thing for leaders to do don't, don't you agree i i agree i i think i think it shouldn't be a hard thing for leaders to do i think i think it's a hard it's, it's a hard thing for uh people who are more in the political sense of helping it's hard for them to do but when you're a true humanitarian you know you i think if you if that's what you want you know that's really in your heart I don't feel like it should be hard to do. I think it's, it, sh it should be a natural and organic uh, thought process and, and action upon people, you know? I agree, I agree 100%. Thank you. Thank you again uh, for, for being here. And uh, let's hear what Stella has to say. Stella, where are you joining us from? What are your thoughts on this proverb? And, uh, uh, you know, take the floor. Hello, Simon. Hello, everyone. This is Stella. I'm joining from Kenya. Rushi, welcome to Kenya. <laughs> uh, you should also come to Kisumu and taste tamaki, fresh from the lake. <clears throat> Otherwise, um, today's proverb that says if you heal a person's leg, do not be surprised mm -hmm. if they use it to run away. I have a champ here who is also talking to me. But uh, I was saying that this proverb to me, it 
also reminds me of leadership and leadership in a way that uh, if we choose good leaders, then we should be prepared for good governance and all that. And if we choose bad leaders, then we should not be surprised if they can't govern as well. So that's how I looked at it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you again, Stella, and say hi to that little little one that is also trying to share their perspectives. Uh, hey, Kiden, how are you doing? Uh, Kiden is going to be our last contributor today. Then we'll come straight to you, Rob. Rob is my special guest. He's live with me on YouTube. And if you haven't connected with me on YouTube, we are live streaming this conversation there right now. Uh, the link is at the top of the clubhouse room. And I see that Fred, who is also here on clubhouse, is, uh, you know, sending some uh, some some uh, comments over there on YouTube. Thank you, Fred, by the way. Uh, I appreciate you being here. Now, uh, Kiden, how are you? Where are you? And what are your thoughts on this proverb? Nice to see you. Hi, Simon. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you for hosting this space. I'm always excited to be in here because it's so it's so positive and enriching. And I love that it happens in the morning because it's one of the best ways to start my day. And fortunately, today I was able to hop on. So this is awesome. Uh, this proverb is a really good one. I agree with um, everything that everyone shared. And I thought about um, detachment, right? Like I think it was brother that mentioned the, the word surprise kind of stood out. I think about detachment and how um, when we help other people, when we give a lending hand, whether it's financially, emotional support, um, it could be a ride, anything, any way we're helping people, we should practice detachment and not think, okay, this person now owes me this, or now this person is indebted to me because I did this. And sometimes that's one of the hardest things for humans to do, because I think we, we treat relationships like they're transactional a lot. Um, so sometimes it's hard to feel like, okay, well, I did this for someone now they owe me this. Um, but I think this is a reminder to kind of practice a little detachment and just say, Hey, you know what? Tell ourselves that I'm just doing this for the greater good. And for instance, when it comes to money, I'm sure all of us here at one point or another have lended someone something and we've been waiting to get it back and we don't get it back in the time that we think we should. And so, and for, I know for me, that's one of the worst feelings. Um, but it reminds me like, hey, like, don't give what you're not prepared to lose, I guess, if that makes sense. Because, um, uh, you know, sometimes you'll be waiting and waiting and waiting and you might not ever get it back. So when you're giving, it's good to give from a place of saying, hey, you know what, I might not ever get this back. Um, but it's still good to give. Um, that's all for me. And thank you guys again. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Kiden. Yeah, what you're saying reminds me of the current uh, crisis with the cryptocurrency where, uh, you know, things are just, things are falling apart. Uh, but it's always, uh, you know, the advice that people are always being told when it comes to investing in crypto is you should invest what you're willing to lose, you know. <laughs> so what you said is so relevant to what's going on in the world right now. Uh, and I, I do want to 
just say something that Fred uh, Fred actually wanted to contribute his voice but uh, I, I don't think it worked out so he's sharing his comments on YouTube and he's saying you have to determine where the why the leg was broken because it may need to stay broken what were they running away from and then Fred says this is a vetting process to determine why you help and why not I love that. I love that. I just want to quickly give a shout out to KT uh, and Aline. And, uh, you know, I see we've also been joined here by MYB, uh, you know, and of course, Emeka, my brother Joseph and MK uh, and Roger. Thank you all for taking your time on this Monday morning to join us for the African Father in America podcast. This conversation is being recorded for the African Father in America podcast. And as you all know, this show is called The Daily African Proverbs, you know, because every day, Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, we bring you new African proverbs from all over the African continent. So that's why today we are in Somalia virtually, and we are discussing this amazing proverb. And we have a guest who is going to now reflect on everything that you all just shared. Uh, my guest is Rob Oliver. He's a podcast host as well. He's also an author and is also uh, a you know a speaker. So, Rob, what is it that you had that inspired you that you want to share with us? Yeah, I, I think each of your guests, each of your guests, contributed something that, that was beautiful. Um, your friend from Dubai, I, I think that the lack of appreciation that's there, and sometimes they. You know, you have someone that bites the hand that feeds them. And remember, that's not a reflection on you as the person that helped, right? It's a reflection on them. So that is, that's a reminder. We help not because of what we get in return, but we help because it is who we are and it reflects our character. I thought that Lavender's thought about don't be, don't be stopped by other people's behavior or by a fear of what might happen. You. Um, and she was so right. Life is not about looking backwards. Life is about looking forward. So doing something, doing the right thing, doing good things, and then moving forward with your life. How, what a powerful statement. And Art just reiterated what was said, you know, you give without expectation of return. You give because it is the right thing to do. It's a reflection of who you are. Uh, and allowing other people, as Rushi said, allowing other people to run towards their goals, to empower them to get to where they need. You know, when Rushi was talking, it made me think a little bit about the difference between a shepherd and a butcher. Okay. Both of them are working with sheep. One is interested in the growth of the sheep. One is interested in how they can make, uh, make the sheep healthier and better. The other one is interested in what they can get from the sheep. And so I think it's really important as we go through life, it, it's about investing in others and in their growth. It's not about just looking at them as a commodity of, of what, we can, what we can get out of other people. I thought Stella's thoughts about leadership and how what we're looking for is empowering people to do amazing things and yeah, is spot on. And then uh, Keelan just, what a great concept that we're not in, we're not in relationships as transactions. 
It's not of, I give now and I expect immediate return. Sometimes when we give in relationships, it's an investment and that investment will take a little while to pay back. And uh, what Fred asked actually got me thinking about something from a different viewpoint. Because listen, I've got a spinal cord injury. I'm paralyzed from the chest down. And there's a lot of people that look at me as being broken and that I need to be fixed. And I actually don't hold that viewpoint, okay? And here's why. When you look at my life, I'm married, I've got three kids, I've got successful podcasts, I'm a speaker, I'm active in my community, I'm active in my church. All of those things, just because I have a spinal cord injury and just because I can't walk, doesn't mean that I don't have a good quality of life. And so there are other people that want to fix me and I don't necessarily say, you know what, maybe I don't need to be fixed. Maybe I'm actually okay where I am. So yeah, just uh, phenomenal insights from your guests and I appreciate what they brought to the table. Yeah, you know, uh, as you are speaking and sharing and reflecting, I was also reminded uh, about the story of how uh, you got injured, you know, and how that actually relates to this proverb today, you know, especially from your girlfriend at the time who is now your wife, uh, you know, uh, for her, her job was to help heal you, uh, but to let you go, to let you be the speaker you are, to let you be all these things that you are. Do you want to just quickly share you know, that part of your story that many people who are listening in today have probably never heard. Uh, and then after that, please share with us how we can support you and where we can uh, connect with you. Sure. So um, my story is that when I was 21 years old, I was involved in a body surfing injury in which I broke my neck. And as I mentioned, it's paralyzed from the chest down with limited use of my arms and hands. So I use a power wheelchair to get around. My girlfriend at the time was there and saw what happened to me. And the very first conversation that I was able to have was with her. And we talked about you know, the future. And it looks like there's a lot of limitations there. We talked about the pressure that she was under from other people who would say, you know, you can't leave now. This is when he needs you most. And I said, I don't know what your feelings are towards me, but I, I don't need pity. And she said, listen, what I love about you has nothing to do with whether or not you can walk. I love you for who you are on the inside. And if you think you can get rid of me that easy, you've got another thing coming. And so what she taught me was that my value comes from, from my character, from my personality, from my lousy sense of humor. All of those things are what gives me value. And so um, I married her. We are together now 27, almost 28 years later. And um, I appreciate her and the help that she gave me then, the help that she provides on a daily basis. But she also knows that there are times when I'm going to disagree with her. And there are times when we're not going to see eye to eye on something. And just because she is amazing and has been helpful doesn't mean that I'm just going to roll over and let her do whatever it is that she so desires. Uh, it's about being independent. It's, I've had to learn how to become an advocate for myself. And I think that's a, something that we all need to work on is developing our own voice of advocacy to say, this is, these are my goals. This is how I feel. This is 
what I would like to work on. This is where I would like to go. Those are things that are very powerful statements that we all need to work towards. So uh, you guys want to check me out? You can find me. Um, it's yourkeynotespeaker.com. You can check that out. It's a website about my speaking. Um, got a, you can, if you're interested in web or um, interested in podcasts to listen to, of course, Simon's podcast is phenomenal. Keep listening here. Uh, you can also find me. I've got one called Perspectives on Healthcare. And I've got another one called Learning from Smart People. Perspectives on Healthcare is for medical professionals and learning from smart people is for entrepreneurs. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, you, you're, you're working hard. You know, it's no joke doing all those things that you're doing. And it's like, you know, your injury just accelerated your abilities, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just love how you express yourself, how uh, how you show up. You know, I just appreciate that very much. And I also love how, uh, you know, the community has been showing up for the African Father in America podcast. You know, we've been pushing this for, you know, literally almost exactly two years. When we get to January, it will be exactly two years. Um, but we've been doing the behind the scene work for longer than that you know so um the fact that we are getting to 300 published episodes i have to say that i have about 100 unpublished episodes you know <laughs> so to get to 300 published episodes is just beautiful so this friday uh is you know when we are literally hitting that number 300 and I'm, I'm excited about it because i know uh how hard it is i know how hard it is to just press the record button finish the recording distribute it and just believe in yourself uh consistently for such a long time so uh a couple of things that i want you guys to do if you haven't followed me on clubhouse please do so uh so that when we are live you can catch us if you haven't followed me on instagram please do so uh, you can do that by going to my profile here my instagram handle is exactly the same as my clubhouse handle at okelo javan and that's also my twitter handle uh, but if you want to stay in touch you know my instagram is the best place i would suggest finally finally we are here again tomorrow wednesday until friday 6 a.m pacific standard time we've lined up a lot of guests and great proverbs and all of these are already out there. You know, if you go to YouTube, you'll find it already scheduled. If you go to Twitter, you'll find all the proverbs for the week already published there, especially on my handle. Uh, and also, if you want to catch the proverbs right before the show, Instagram is the best place to do it. Uh, you know, besides that, I just want to express my gratitude one more time to my team, you know, Lavender and Stella are very critical to the success of this uh, podcast. Thank you for also being here right now. So with that, uh, Rob, is there anything you want to add that I did not ask you? No, it's it's been a wonderful day, Simon. Listen, um, Lavender and Stella are phenomenal and big kudos to them. You've got a great team and what you're doing here is great. So thanks for having me as part of this. Excellent. Thank you again. And I hope I can host you again. I love, uh, you know, collaborating with people like you. And I, I commend you really for all the work that you're doing. So uh, just know that you have a friend uh, in the African Father in America podcast. Okay. You bet. Thank you. 
Excellent, excellent. Okay, thank you all. Have a beautiful day, and I will see you at the same time, at the same place, uh, same vibe tomorrow. Peace and love. You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokelo live from Seattle, Washington, USA.